0: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me Robbie Musto and him Robbie Earl, and this is a midweek Europod and it was the first week of knockout competition UEFA's big tournaments and to be fair a fairly mixed one for the Premier League sides. We'll get into the Europa League with Arsenal and Chelsea but of course this Tuesday and Wednesday was the Champions League and it was the turn of Manchester United and Spurs from the Premier League to get into the knockout stages of this great competition. Uh, Robbie Earl. let's start at Old Trafford. Mm. Uh, Manchester United, nil, uh, PSG, two. Um, lots to t- talk about, lots to discuss. We know what uh, an impact Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's had at this football club. Um, but this was a different level, I think, as he said afterwards. And, It's been great at United and he's made big improvement and the players have all improved and and done a lot better for the team and the results have been fantastic. But this was a different level, Rob, and United were not quite at that level for this game, were they?
1: Yeah, sure out, must He can win a few league <laughs> games in a bit of FA Cup, but come on, this is a real... Listen, that, that was almost what you felt, that some of the reaction wasn't it, for, for Man United. Everybody's been saying that, you know, he's been on this this great run, unbeaten run, players playing good football, but now's the real test. It, in a strange way, it, it was a bit of reality check. For, for some at Old Trafford, maybe some of the fans who were were really getting uh, on board the Oli Express and and, and and running away with it. it. It was, I didn't think a direct reflection on, on Solskjaer. I thought it was a direct reflection, direct reflection on the football club that PSG or a better team have a better quality of player than Manchester United at, at, at the moment, and um, it, it kind of reinforced what I've said uh, when I was asked over the last few weeks that I think is a short-term fix. Solskjaer has been a great answer. There's still a question mark about Mm. the long-term solution. And um, listen, Spurs having a great day the next day, only maybe enhanced uh, the reputation of Pochettino, Mm. although it's not about the two men in charge. But Manchester United, Rob, were beaten by the better team. Mm. Uh, And they talked about Cavani and, and Neymar being out for PSG. I almost felt, and although they, they weren't necessarily sort of dominating the game, but the moment Lingard and Martial came out, came out of the picture for Manchester United, their attacking threat, a lot of their pressing, their energy went out of the game and so went, went their chance of winning it.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think the front three in general—you know—one of the first things I thought of when I'm watching it in the midway through the first half is that that Rashford, Martial, and Lingard, even when they were there, mm. were still were struggling a little bit to get mm. involved in the game. And it's just—it's just amazing how a different level means different things yeah. in, in terms of the way that you play, the way that your star players are involved in the game. And I thought they struggled um, pretty much throughout. And of course, at halftime they go off, and another yeah. uh, matter comes on, and Alexis comes on. Um, to little effect um i just i just think the p s g team robert uh, you know just to go back to that point i you know very very impressed with them. yeah you know thomas Tuchel, i mean we know what he's like on the sideline he's jumping around he's one of those guys but throughout this competition i think this p s g team looks better than i've seen it before because mm. it's got a little bit of spirit in there it's got a little bit of steel yeah um, that's what he brings with this p s g in in the, in the Team in the, in the past, I think, has been a little bit fancy Dan, a little bit kind of, you know, soft in some ways in the tough games. I think it's going to be different for PSG this year with this manager. Marquinhos in midfield with Marco Come. Verratti were Come. were stunning, wow. were, were wow. powerful. I mean, round Marquinhos, of applause the right there. I yeah. know. I mean, Marquinhos to in terms of that midfield, and we and we have given credit to Matic, Herrera, and Paul Pogba for being what I think is a really good combination, by the way. It is. It's a mm-hmm. good combination of three midfield players. Each one gives you a little bit something different. Well, you know, this is a different level. And PSG have spent a ton of money over a period of time to bring in some some very, very good players. And Marquinhos is normally a centre-back. I mean, there's injuries to players in that area and disagreements or whatever with certain midfield players at this club. Um, but Marquinhos and Verratti, I thought, you know, in terms of their energy and their the ability to, to take control of the ball, but also in terms of Marquinhos, to be physical with Pogba and with Matic and with all of them in there. Those two were, were very, very good. We know about the front line and who was missing. But Di Maria had had a a marvellous game at Old Trafford, something that those fans didn't see when he was there. He got a lot of stick on the day, but he had a a very, very big game, creating danger for United. Julian Draxler probably is the one that benefits from Neymar being out from that left-hand side. And Kylian Mbappe, we know what he's all about as a young player. Showed everybody what what he can do with his pace and his finishing and just being a lively, young, was he, 20-year-old player?
1: 20-year-old, I mean, Um, So I I just
0: think I wanted to start with PSG, Rob and just yeah. how they look to be evolving, even though the stars weren't there. Yeah. You've still got Thiago Silva at the back. You've still got Danny Alves at wing-back. I like Juan Burnett, the left wing-back. He's a yeah. little clever little footballer. I mean, they're a good side, and that's what this side. level is. And I thought they showed everybody what a good team they are, particularly under Thomas Tuchel, who I think can go a long way in this competition.
1: It was interesting as well because I, I was I was sort of keeping it up with some debates that, that were coming out, out of England, and, and yeah. a couple of people suggested that Despite the Cavani and Neymar loss, because yes, that's a a loss going forward on your attacking side of the game, they've actually maybe what you gain when they aren't there in terms of that work ethic a better structure people who know what they're going to do we saw that we saw PSG the two sides of PSG last year when they played at, uh, at Liverpool you know where yeah. Neymar wasn't, wasn't chasing full backs yeah. back and, and Liverpool yeah. were exploiting that there was none of that at Old Trafford and, and maybe that's kind of the, the pluses and negatives of having those star players when you haven't got the ball I wouldn't say you carry them but you have to maybe accommodate yeah. them in the team when, when they're not playing you've got guys who are coming in who work back sides of the ball, as you say, Draxler was probably one of the biggest uh, beneficiaries, Di, Ma- Di Maria on the other side, as you say, it had a little bit of stick from apparently some Manchester United fans and, and certainly some players who said he couldn't quite hack it at United, well... Probably the worst thing that happened for, from a United's point of view. Ashley Young nudged him off the side of the pitch. He, he ran into the barriers, which was, yeah. fortunately, he was okay. He picked himself up and, and yeah. then after that started to play uh, magnificent. I thought Marquinhos was outstanding, by the way, against yeah. Pogba. We, we've been yeah. talking Pogba up and, and, you know, back to some, you know one of the best. I thought that Marquinhos... Uh, put a lesson on him, stopped him playing to the point, got him frustrated where we, we ended up seeing a, a red card with another one of those Pogba kind of situations. And um, I, I'd agree. I think, first of all, we've got to give a lot of credit to PSG before we start talking about Manchester yeah. United and what they did and in, in the way they're set up. At 2-0, Rob, listen, we know in this game, if United go and get a goal early, yeah, the then goal. anything, yeah, anything can, can still happen. Mm. But th- there's a threat and there was a... a Um, discipline a way that PSG played that's going to make it difficult. With with that quality and that discipline, it's going to make it difficult for United in the second half.
0: Just just, uh, another point I thought that was really good, what they did, Rob. And again, it shows you the higher level of this competition, of this team, was keep Mm. the ball. Keep the ball. Mm. I mean, it's different. And this is where some of those talented teams in in different leagues have great players that keep it. And the Premier League, you know, a lot of games in the Premier League that United play... And not against that sort of level of football. And the way that they nip the ball around, you could see the frustration from United players that, that, that stopped pressing at some yeah. point in the second half because, and, and it's because they passed the ball so well. Mm. And it's a natural, you know, they didn't drop off the game, United, but PSG's passing was so good that they couldn't get it back for large periods. And, and that was a big advantage as well for PSG. Just a, a couple of refereeing calls, Rob, that, I, that, you know, we don't like to bash referees per se. Well, we will. <clears throat> well when when there's a big moment when there is a mm. big moment presnel kimpembe the central defender of yeah, psg yeah. that pulls back marcus rashford yeah. that's going to go that's going through He's already in a yellow card so yeah. this would have been a second yellow and just to to explain to everybody second yellows or yellow cards aren't part of the var protocol yeah. they're not they're not they're not analyzed um, but the, the, how he got away with that when Rashford's away and he kind of he bundles him, he gets his arm over him and pulls him away and down, I I thought was a pretty stunning. It error. I mean,
1: it's a yellow card offence all day, every day. <laughs> but why? Um, I just why that's not giving you? You're not sure the referee can't be given benefit of the doubt. He can't be in a situation where he's thinking he's on a yellow, so I, I'll be a bit lenient. I mean, that's as straight as straight a, a yellow card as they come.
0: And the um, VAR, Rob. Do you have a problem with the VAR fixing? Of course, a lot of we've got to be careful. Things. That's
1: a, just a rocky like, road, Rob. In it, we're going down, man. Well, <laughs> but it's a big I, I know that we can tried, but, but, but that, 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 that VAR right isn't isn't the VAR there. Shouldn't be there to to um, to administer uh, 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 the offence on bad refereeing. That's just rank bad refereeing, Rob. That's nothing to do with yeah, the but that, VAR. Uh, isn't
0: I, I it? would I would say that the VAR should come in. If there's a potential red card. And if it's a second yellow, then then it should come into but
1: you're it. Re, you've got to be careful about well, the re uh, no, 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 no. decisions. No. The referee's no. seen it and he's made a call. As, as, as bad as it is, it's, it's, we, we have yeah, to stand by. Otherwise, it's, it, we may well not bother with the referee. Well, no,
0: but the, the referee sees a call in the box and, and, and doesn't give a penalty. And the VAR says, hang, hang on, mate, you got that wrong. It was a penalty. And yeah, that's but a it, big incident. This was a big incident. The second yellow card is a big incident. So VAR so what, should extend But when you saying they're not
1: big incidents, so Well, the first that, yellow. Is it?
0: First yellow or fouls or other stuff. I know what you mean, Rob. But I'm, I'm not saying we're going to re-refere the whole game. But the second yellow card, but the then first, it can be a red. yeah.
1: I hear you, and it, I don't. It, it, I don't disagree it, it, that's with the a big point. Call. But if you don't call the first yellow, let's say somebody gets a second yellow, you are you, then going to be going back and saying, mm, "Well, he did have it. You got lucky mm. on that first one." Say, you know, it was the other way round. I just think we we. Do you know what we need there is just better refereeing. That's just rank bad mm. refereeing. Mm. You know, VAR shouldn't have to help someone. Somebody who's that inept shouldn't be ma- managing a game of that mm. caliber, basically, mm. or too scared to make a big call.
0: Yeah. Back on United, Rob. You know, just Mm. back onto that midfield. Now, one of the notes I made in the second half, and I put a question mark against this. United, a little light in midfield. What I mean by that is, was this... So poor Pogba, we know has done tremendously well, and we've yeah. seen him at his best. Yeah. Now, Jose Mourinho and others in the game, by the way, would say that his weak point is his defensive kind of responsibility in midfield. Yeah. When when Varati, Marquinhos, and others are knocking the ball around, yeah, did poor Pogba do enough, Robbie Earl, mm. to help his teammates and Man United get the ball back, to fill some spaces, fill some passing lanes, whatever? I just thought they looked a little light, and given that midfield, yeah. they shouldn't be. Does Pogba? Is it in? Is it in the toughest games against the best sides? Is he a little bit of a a, 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 a lightweight? It's maybe not the right word, but but a, a, not a hindrance, a weak link defensively for them. Again, I know what he's like f- yeah. for going forward, but 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 against a good side, no,
1: I, don't, I don't think so. I, I hear I what you're saying. Again. I, I just don't think. I think. Listen, a guy when we've seen him playing at, at World Cup level in top games can influence the game. What, where I would, where I would maybe question more is when we when we're talking about that next le- level, that echelon of real quality. Are Herrera and, and Matic yeah, good, good enough point. to be behind? Yeah, him? Are, are they really the at guys? This, I mean, Matic level. can go. Matic is a steady, solid, mm. good professional. Is he that next level up? As mm. much as Herrera will give you everything he's got, you know, every game I see him cramping up in the last ten minutes because he's run himself into the ground and put himself, and he's brilliant for that. But when we're talking about that next level of quality, does he fall a little short? And so because of that, does Pogba not mm. be able to be the influence that he could be if he was in a better team with, with that behind him? I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. Um, I st- but but even if you've got better players in those positions, I, hear you I think still you think, think can do he more. should give a little bit more. But I mean, uh, you know, that's uh, just my opinion. Just if, if We both were in that role we we know Mm. that central midfield area really well and we've played with different types can do different things it's just if he is going to be this this you know the best central midfield player on the planet which he's got every chance to do that over the coming years I just Mm. wonder whether we want a little bit more in a difficult game to help out your teams defensively but again I'm picking there I can pick up the Mm. front players Rob United didn't create enough
1: no, yeah, looks a little Buffon bit flat in terms. I don't know if that was yeah. the opposition or them. It wasn't quite as 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 incisive and, and exciting and, and and sort of cutthroat as we've seen in the last mm. few weeks.
0: Mm. Another but, thing I was going to ask you about, Rob. Mm. Sorry, mate. Um, so we saw some subs come into the match. Yeah. Um, Lukaku didn't come in till late.
1: Yeah. Was the last guy off the go, bench. Yeah.
0: Alexis came on first. Wan yeah. Mata came on first. The first sub. I'm I thinking. That, you know man. what? I'm yeah. okay with that because I don't want Rashford because. Obviously, mm. you could bring on Lukaku for for Lingard and play Rashford Moving in a wide right. spot. Same mm. on the other side. You could they yeah. could have done that if he yeah. trusts Lukaku more and they want to go for mm. the goals. But he didn't. He replaced the wide players with wide players with Lukaku yeah. coming on towards the end. Was that a mistake? Given the way that the game turned out and given the performance of maybe less so Matter but but mm. uh, Alexis Sanchez that we have to talk about. Mm. Was did he get his subs right or wrong, Robbie? Earle?
1: Well, I mean, hindsight's the, the best sight, isn't yeah, it? I know. And it's easy. I, know. I, I think what he's trying to do with Marcus Rashford is almost give him that that, that, that confidence that you're going to be my man and every time something goes wrong, I'm not going to move you and you're not going to be taken out of the team i got to tell you, I think it reflects more on Lukaku than it does on, on, on anybody else in the team. That We were talking United 2-0 down into second off and he was, what, about 10 minutes on the pitch before you put a guy who's supposedly one of your best goal scorers. I think it reflects so badly. And I wanted to have a whole separate chat. Alexi Sanchez, Robbie Musto, mm. is, yeah. is a podcast in himself. Yeah. I mean, let's not call him Alexi Sanchez anymore. Just let's call him Alexi because he's half the man Mm. That we've seen at Arsenal, he's half mm. the man that mm. Manchester United have bought, and we're at the stage where serious questions have to be asked, Rob, about his future at Manchester United. I mean, he he came into the game. Remember, there was a point, maybe I don't know, maybe six months ago, where people were saying maybe if Alexis lo- mo- moves from Manchester United, he'll go to somewhere like PSG. I mean, he wouldn't get near that PSG mm. team, by the way.
0: No, it, it's one of the mo- it's the, one of the most inexplainable fall-offs I think I've ever seen and he's 30 and I know he's played a lot of games internationally and, and with different club teams in different competitions I know that and I get that and maybe that is an argument I think we had that argument or, yeah. or maybe Rebecca yeah. mentioned yeah. It in the studio that she thought he's gone like, and I said no he's, he's, he's a good player and I think it's pretty obvious what we see right now is that his confidence is rock bottom. Like I've never seen it before, mm. never, like never. And I've watched him for many, many years at different clubs and, and with Chile national team. Um, no confidence. Every pass goes astray. He can't take people on. His final ball in's terrible. I mean, it's just quite remarkable. I, I think it's just one of those things that you can't, you can't, you can't explain. I mean, even the manager said he's got to find himself again. Yeah, I can't do anything about himself, it. He's got to yeah. find himself. So what? What we know now is that Antti Martial... Is the left-sided forward for this team going forward? No question. I, I believe that Marcus Rashford is the same guy as a centre-forward and Lukaku's on the bench. I think that's been confirmed over the last couple of weeks. Um, The right-sided position now, I, I, again, I mean, I think it's, it's as it's set up with Lingard there. But, of course, yeah. Lingard and Martial, the team would be worried now that their injuries, you know, mm. I think they're both muscle injuries, Rob, aren't they? I think. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a bit of a concern. It's just
1: Chelsea Monday in the (laughs) FA Cup. We'll have to see how that. You know, it's a few days, isn't it, with those kind of injuries?
0: Yeah, I mean, so in in kind of it's a little
1: little bit of a worry, Rob. When you think, okay, we're talking about Martial, Lingard, and Rashford, three really exciting players, but still, you know, we've got to go on and prove a little bit more. That that when we're talking now, the next level level. battle, Mata, Alexis, and Lukaku would probably be your starting three. 12 months ago mm. looked like the, the quality drops a little bit like the intensity drops that's mm. got to be a worry when you're Manchester United that you're relying on three young well, that's vibrant maybe that's
0: maybe part of it Rob you know and maybe that's part of it to learn to get experience in this competition at this higher level mm. I think in terms of quality as well Ashley Young at right back looked slow and looked yeah. That, that's a position that the, that the team need to upgrade in the summer, in my opinion. I mean, For he's, a, sure, he's yeah. been a good... I think he's just signed a year's extension, hasn't he? Yeah, so he's, he's a good pro. Um, good he's to a good pro, around. Yeah. But, but, but I think that's the thing with this game. This is a different level. And I think you saw that. I mean, I don't necessarily think it, it reflects awfully on on a, Gunnar Solskjaer. He's no, done everything accepted. No. Yeah. Um, people might question the subs and Lukaku not coming on earlier. But in general this this doesn't go down as a oh here we go look this is what we're talking about and this is where he's got no. very little experience in the managerial side of and all that I, I just don't think that was the case should we, should we listen to him Robin what he said after the, after the match as he was asked by reporters is this a reality check yeah maybe maybe you c- uh, can say that because that's the level we want
1: to get to we we've been talking about Four. Uh, top four is one thing, but we want to be at the top, and Man United should be at the top, and this is a top, top team that we played against. So, uh, and our players today, disappointed after the game, of course, but I also think they know that we need to step up our level to get to the level we want to get to. I thought that was really interesting because there was talks, wasn't it, last week that that he'd met with Ed Woodward and and they'd talked about the future of Manchester United, whether he was in charge or not. And I thought, again, uh, he was spot on with his press conference because that's the level we want to get to. That's where they want to be competing. He's basically Mm. saying, we're not there yet. Mm. We're going to work as hard and, and do as much as you can with this group of players. But if you want to get to top four and be challenging titles again, if you want to be getting to later stages and winning Champions League titles like he did in in his heyday, you're going to need deeper better quality and I think that was a a shout to maybe some some will have to go out and and some of those names we've talked about Lukaku I've said about a month ago is going to be an an interesting proposition in the summer Alexi Sanchez Juan Mata as the football club moved Mm -hmm. on from those now is it does a new breed and a new level of, of player need to come into the football club whether it's Solskjaer in charge Pochettino or anybody else
0: yeah, and one we've talked about Mourinho's style of play with Man United, of course, lots of times. But also, there's fallout from his his transfer decisions as mm. well. Mm. You know, the fact that Maron Fellaini was allowed a salary and was was kept at the club without to stop somebody else coming in. Uh, the fact that Fred was bought in for a huge fee and hasn't done much at all. Alexis again, maybe. Other people would have done that because he, he looked a good mm-hmm. signing at the um, time, but he hasn't yeah, worked business. out. So apart from the, the style change, you know, the acquisition decisions over the last, what, maybe more than a couple of years now under Mourinho and yeah. others, the, uh, great players haven't been brought in. So, you know, the team, that's where they have to kind of rebuild and, and retool to get the quality to be able to work at the top level. And that's why, whether it's Ole and Solskjaer, mm-hmm. whether it's Pochettino, whether mm-hmm. it's somebody else or a director of football, the recruitment part of United... Has to get fixed and quickly. I don't care who's coaching there next season. In my yeah. opinion, the first thing they have to do is sort out that structure. Is, yeah. is get well, a director it's director a really no good point
1: because I, I was yeah. thinking about this and and it picked up. So we heard three four months ago that you know Mourinho didn't like that the director of football. Should we be hearing something more? Does it feel like that slowed down that whole process? I mean, it could be going on behind the scenes and and not you know Manchester United don't have to be publicly saying but. Shouldn't we be getting a sense? Don't you think that guy should almost be in place now? Should starting to be working with whoever, should start to be thinking about targets. It's no use in pulling somebody in July, August, when all the business is done, when all the players are gone, when the boys are coming back for pre-season, and you start mm. scrambling around yeah, before the b- transfer deadline, you're too late. Shouldn't, we, shouldn't before the end of the season that guy be in place and some d- decisions start to be made on players? 100%. 100%. I just don't feel like that they're quite in the right place. It's almost a bit like with Woodward. Uh, we're winning a few games now. That's great. You know, We can keep our head down and, and, and keep going as we were. When the changes have to come and, and nights like uh, Tuesday night at, at home to PSG highlight if United is all these Gunnar Solskjaer says when I get back to the, the, the challenging for the best then some big changes going to have to be made at this football club
0: yeah I mean recruitment of PSG Mbappé Verratti Marquinhos mm-hmm. I mean, they've made you know even Daniel, Alva I mean they, they've made good acquisitions United haven't I mean, worrying for United fans, Rob, if Ed Woodward thinks, you know what, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is probably going to be our new manager. He's doing great. Fans love him. We play great style of football. He's kind of young. And mm. how, about, how about me continue doing this? How about save a salary? How about me do, doing the recruitment and the and the contracts and all that? And, and continue doing it how they've been doing it because they've got a young coach that that isn't maybe going to, Give them a hard time or pressure them to bring in new players. Mm-hmm. That might be, sadly, something they're thinking about. Uh, maybe I'm totally off off the mark. Ma- there.
1: Well, let me tell you what: it's a massive error. Be. It's an absolute yeah, it massive error. It, it's an absolute uh, guy thinking that he can do more than he- Edward was. Is a brilliant commercial manager for football yes. clubs. Just look at the amount of deals going at Manchester United. He's, he's, that? But that's his position. He needs to go and find. This is Manchester United. Go and find a brilliant football director, install him, give him the tools, support him, work with the right manager, and get Man- Manchester United back on track.
0: Mm. Before we move on from this game, Rob, we've got to talk about poor Pogba sent off yeah, late yeah, in the game. Yeah, mm. um, wow. So he's he's out of the second leg, which is which is a big blow, and a challenge that. We've seen this before, from them, seen, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. this it's kind the of deli alley one, isn't it?
1: It's the Delhi Alley that yeah, we, we, we looked at. We broke it down a couple of times, haven't yeah. we, in, in, in the studio?
0: And there was question marks over the Delhi Alley one, whether it'd been a straight red. Um, yeah. This was a, a yellow. It was a yellow. I mean, his foot's really, really, really oh. high. It makes contact with the player. Around his knee, I thought. Did you think it wasn't a yeah, yellow rock?
1: absolutely around his yeah. knee with, with a stud yeah. shown, with a straight leg. And we know what he's trying to do. Yeah. Shield the ball, body yeah. the guy out of the way, yeah. let the ball run across him and play. We know that that's what he's trying. But if, if, if it's so risky, if you're, not, if you're not brilliant at a skill that you know you can, you can pull off mm. every time, mm. why, why would you keep doing it? Why mm. would you take the risk on a yellow, knowing what the consequence could be to you and your team?
0: I think he does it, he, he, he kind of, he leans over that, he jumps and leans with that left foot, hoping to plant the foot, and then yeah. his body, it, yeah. it kind of, it shoves the guy out the way, mm-hmm. so it's like a protective yeah. measure around the I ball, that's that. what he's yeah. trying to do, but when, his, when that left leg that's flying in the air makes contact with the leg of the opponent, then mm. it's a then it looks bad, it's a bad challenge, it was a bad challenge, um, it's just, the team didn't need that right there, you know, no. and like you said, he's got to no. work on that, he's got to change that, because that's, we've seen that twice now, it's yeah. got into trouble, um, so and he's going to be a
1: massive <clears throat> miss going yeah. back to Paris and, and and what he can bring and we know that listen two two massive Pogba mo- moments can change a game two massive mm. Pogba moments can bring you goals mm. can get you back in a game and they lose that in a midfield where we've talked about they're not blessed with overly talented quality they're not blessed with overly overly productive and, uh, and technical players that he, you just lose that quality and. and do you stick a lingard in there now? Does McTominay come in? You know, what what change comes in there?
0: Yeah, I mean two nil down, it, you know, PSG's gonna be a totally different game. Mm. United and I'm not saying you know that that <laughs> They, have, they, they still have a chance. They would have had a much better chance for Paul yeah. Pogba. Basically, yeah. PSG are going to control the ball. They're going to have a high line because they're going to be in United's half. United are playing on the counter-attack. We know the pace they've got in Rashford and Lingard if these other guys, if they're all fit, Martial. We don't know the condition of these guys. Yeah. And then Paul Pogba bursting from midfield. So the, the chance for United would have come with that style, with that counter-attack, with that pace on the break. And with Pogba, a big part of that that's a big blow in yeah, missing and, and we blow. don't know what Lingard and Martial are. if those two players are out then really really difficult to see them finding a way through it's just you never know and PSG of course no. massive favourites now but if United score the first goal mm. you know it could be a game on but Pogba yeah that that was a big moment in this tie and something that was that was avoidable um, yeah
1: and and you don't know PSG could have a couple. They took by the name yeah. the and on, he could be back. I mean, with Mbappe, must he, I'm trying anything can happen. I mean, when mm. that guy runs, it's like mm. somebody's put the, the the video on fast forward. I mean, mm. it, it, the speed of this young kid is mm. frightening. I, I was sitting there and I was saying, he, he, he's like the he's like a, a mix of Adama Traore's, Traore's pace. <laughs> And Kevin De Bruyne's intelligence—it's just like ridiculous mm. how how good this, this kid is and could be—and that's always the threat when when you're playing against a team like PSG, who've got two-goal advantage now. One ball played through uh, behind with his pace, and mm. I'm afraid it could be good night. But it's mm. a test for United, the kind of test yeah. they, they've got to come through, and, and we'll see. We'll learn a little bit more about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. We'll learn a little bit more about the team, and we'll see how they perform. PSG have shown they can perform without some of their big stars. United are going to have to do the same.
0: Should we move on to Spurs, Rob, on the Wednesday yes. game? Yes, the let's League. move
1: on to Tottenham.
0: Yes, wow. Um, let's move on to Tottenham. Yeah, what a, what a result. What a result. What a scoreline. What a team. Mm. Yeah. Given what who, who was missing from the match, and you look at the team sheet, you see Serge Aurier playing at right wing back. You see Juan Foyt playing as a central defender and a mm. three, and Jan Vertonghen playing as a left wing back. I mean, there were a lot of changes. Dele out, Harry Kane out. I mean, lots of changes to the team. And you did think, you know, Dortmund, what, five points top of the Bundesliga? Yeah, fine. I it's thought fine. this was going to be a really difficult mm. time. Now, I know that Bun- uh, the that Dortmund themselves had a much-changed back four. Uh, we know that. Uh, Marco Reus was out as well as a front player. So, you saw a front three from Dortmund of Merogutze, Christian Pulisic, of course, and Jadon yeah. Sancho, the youngsters on the outside. Um, and just quickly on them, Rob, as we're on them, Yeah. Lively at times, but on the whole, I was a little disappointed in Pulisic. I was a little disappointed in Jadon Sancho. Yeah. I mean, I think we know that Mario Götze is not really a nine playing as a false nine position for him. He's kind of technical. And I know they're young, and I know Mm. they've done well in in different periods in their career, particularly Jadon Sancho this season, 18 years of age has been excellent. Yeah. I was. Were you disappointed in those two particular?
1: particular? Uh, um, I thought Sancho particularly started the game well. Down on that right-hand side, he made a couple of good runs. You can see his pace and, and, and his ability. But I think the worry would be that, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes into the game, he, he, he faded out. Pulisic, I I was a little disappointed. I thought there was a lot of hype, obviously, Mm -hmm. with with, obviously Chelsea fans Mm -hmm. looking to see what what they're going to get. Obviously, the the great American star that we've seen. We've seen some, some brilliant moments from him. It's a great stage at Wembley against Spurs. I just thought he didn't really ever get in the game, didn't get his rhythm going. Uh, yes, I know they're young players, but we're talking about outstanding young players, players who were headline makers, players who were yeah. going for millions and millions of dollars. So yeah. I agree with you, a little bit un- underwhelmed. And maybe that was because the team didn't dominate enough midfield, didn't give them the ball where they wanted. But we're mm. talking about these class players. You've got to make moments. You've got mm-hmm. to get on the ball. You know, we're talking about the guy who, some are talking, is going to replace Eddie Nazard in a Chelsea team. Mm. And... Mm. You've got to show me a little bit more, maybe yeah. than than you showed, and I think it's just a, another sign to people might have to be patient with Politic when he goes in because stepping up to, to top Premier League level it, it, it is a whole different ball game. Yeah, I mean, and
0: he played against a Premier League side in Spurs. He's got to liven mm. up. He's got he's got to be better than that. I thought he looked a little weak at times. Got pushed off the ball. Um, I mean, sometimes he knits it together really nicely, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks like a mean, player. Other mm. times. Decisions are not quite right. He got out physical a few times. So listen, he's not. It's one of those seasons for him. I think he's only had 13 appearances in the. Yeah, he hasn't played Bundesliga, a lot. Has he? So which he's been out bit, of the It's side. difficult. I, but I understand lost a that. Bit
1: of match um, rhythm and things. But you talk which, about
0: patience, Rob. You yeah. know, Chelsea Football Club. Mm. It's not really <laughs> it's good, not the most impatient yeah. club. Uh, mm. So it's going to be difficult. It's going to be yeah. difficult. What a challenge it is for for Pulisic to to come over and to be effective and to be, you know, to get the fans on his side. I just expected a little bit more uh, in this game mm. from him and Jaden Sancho as well, to be fair, on the other side. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, it was Spurs. It was all about Spurs in the second half. In the first half, yeah. I didn't think there was much in it, really. I didn't think it was no. a great game in the first half. Uh, it's interesting, Rob,
1: I was hearing a lot of lot of uh, criticism for Vertonghen and, and Aurier in the first half. Like, you know, they're not the best wing-backs can't play no. there. You know, get Rose on, get Trippier on, get Vitongan back in the middle of the park. Yeah. Come second half, Tongan's probably manned the match flying down the wing, scored yeah. a great goal, made a great goal. Aurier crossed for one, the shape looked better. There was all this talk, and again, sometimes you wonder, there was all this talk of Potts tactically getting it superb second half. All I saw was his he, he, wing-backs title when they didn't have possession, a little bit higher up the pitch when they did, and, and Sancho and Pulisic didn't really know whether to follow them or come back, and in the end, they dominated the game, but... Tactically, mm. I didn't see too much more. I know you saw a little tweak, uh, t- tweak mm. in the midfield that we've seen before from, yeah. from Spurs.
0: Yeah, I mean, they started with Eriksen in the hole. Definitely mm. as a number 10 behind, yeah, behind uh, yeah. Mora and Son. And then Winks mm-hmm. and Sissoko side by side. Second half was just a little different where Eriksen came into the left side of a three and Winks dropped a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, th- th- there wasn't that, that much different tactically in terms of their setup. Now, Dortmund, I thought, they dropped right off the game. A 1-0 mm. down, two, Rob. I, yeah. I expect them to have a go. Yeah. But they looked like they were maybe content with keeping yeah, it tight. Yeah, no,
1: we'll, we'll take yeah. a 1-0 no back home. I was home. really surprised. And that
0: allowed Spurs yeah. to get on the front foot. Yeah. It allowed those wing-backs to get forward. Of course, the surgery across for Jan Vertonghen to score at the back post was a highlight for me of, of the game. Uh, Jan Vertongen Rob, I mean, what a versatile Super player. Super, Super Jan. Jan. I mean, Jan. What, what a versatile player. Centre-back, it looks like a Rolls-Royce. Yeah. Equally comfortable left-back left back. with his passing, mm. his covering. Yeah. And as a left-wing back, I'm thinking, wow, really? Like, I mean, I know that Danny Rose mm. had, had, a, had injury issues and Ben Davis, etc. I know it's a problem position for them. It has been. Yeah. But what a good job. What a versatile player telling. he is.
1: It was telling. I heard Pochettino talking about him on one of the interviews after the game. And he said he could play... Holding um, yeah, midfield, yeah. he said he could even play as a centre forward. Who you hit and and yeah, you know and could, in Giroud yeah. style, hit and and get. He said he's an all-round footballer, and, and that's a credit too, to, to and That and and I just want to Robert, just at, at, at this point. Hmm. Let's just tip our hat to Pochettino for yeah. a moment again, because mm-hmm. this, this club continually gets criticised and, and so Spursy and all that. Still in the title race, just. Dominated the Bundesliga leaders with a great yeah. second-half performance. And I just want to tip my uh, the cap to Pochettino coaching footballers. You're talking about Jan Vertonghen. was no superstar when he came to the football club. I'm talking about Musa Sissoko. I'm talking about mm. Hyung min Son. Mm. I'm talking about Harry Winks. I mean, the level that these guys are playing and, and where they've started their careers or come from... It's about coaching. It's about working with players. It's about understanding systems and getting the best out of them. And mm. th- this guy just deserves a, a whole load yeah. of credit for the way he works and develops footballers. And, and these two, in particular, I, I want—I want to just just make a point of. One foot played as as the right-handed centre back and had a few difficult moments. Yeah, I didn't did, think he yeah. was—he was brilliant, but no. he plays with a confidence um, that I think is installed from his manager. I think he understands that, you know what, if he makes the odd mistake, he's not going to be necessarily out of the team, or the manager's not going to hammer him or drag him off the football pitch. I heard Pochettino say after, he's brave, sometimes a little too brave, but he'll learn from that, which I thought was brilliant. So you've got one point one developing, hopefully, into a top-class centre-back. Let me just talk about Harry Winks, by the way who is developing into a top-class defensive midfield player. No question about that. When Tottenham players are in trouble, let me tell you who they look for. Give it to Harry Winks. He'll get us out of trouble. He'll have the ball. He'll take it all day. He'll join things up. He, he's, and this is another kid who's come through the ranks and maybe had a couple of days when he wasn't. But he gets support and trust of his manager. And we're starting to see the the, the, the fruits of, of the labour. I just think Pochettino needs a whole lot of credit because there was many times Tottenham would go out and buy a big star. Who you know what you're getting, who's top quality, who's top end. And you go, right, plug him in. They have to get players who need a little bit of work, need a bit of love of maybe rough diamonds. And he finds them and he works on them. He gets on the training field and he delivers a kind of product that we saw. And I don't want to hear any more about Spurs criticism. Whatever happens for me around the end of the season, whether it's in the league or whether it's in the cup, because Pochettino and this group of players deserve better for where they are, what they keep doing, how they keep proving people wrong.
0: But it's still fascinating, Robin. isn't it? And I agree with your points there. It, it, how he trusts certain players. He trusts mm. one point One fight, yeah. it, 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 For me, potential weak point in this game. But he, he did okay. He hung in mm. there, and his manager trusts him. The manager plays him. Yeah. Serge Aurier, by the way. Kieran Trippi has had a few yeah. bad games. You know yeah. what? You're going to stay out the team. I'm going to yeah. try. I'm going to trust Aurier. No, I'm not a big fan of Serge Aurier as well. He got that yellow mm. card early on. I'm thinking, oh blimey, you know, what, what's he going to yeah. do? But again, he crosses for a goal. So it's mm. the trust of players. Back to Poch because he's done such a great job, Rob, he puts himself and this team right there to win. Now, yeah. I'm not... He doesn't deserve to... No, that's so wrong. He, you should, he should never be expected for this Tottenham team to win the Premier League, given all the resources. They're getting close every single year. Yeah. And when they're really close, and when they don't quite get over the line, mm. I, I know they should never be expected to, but, but sometimes I feel, oh... Just a little bit of something different tactically or a little bit of something some subs just to get them over that line that that that's that's the only little question mark i've got now them' haven't, haven't won anything, and I know. Listen, there's nobody appreciates what he's done more than me for, for, for salaries, for, for net spend, for mm. development, for young players, for style, for tactical changes, for different systems, diamonds, everything. He's done everything. Mm. And, and Spurs shouldn't be expected to go and win a Premier League title or shouldn't be expected no. to go and win a Champions League. But they get themselves really close. They're really close again now, which is astonishing. I just, wouldn't it be nice if he got over the line in the competition and did finally win? Again, he would.
1: But that, really, what you're saying is that's really a domestic competition at the moment. So it's a League Cup or an FA Cup, seems to be what, mm. what you're saying, because I agree with you. But I also, part of me starting to go down the road of, do you know what, not everybody has to win Cups to be, for, to be successful. Not everybody has. And I know that sounds that, that doesn't sound right. But for what Spurs are doing as they're doing it, yeah. as you say, yeah. maybe finishing second in the league is, is winning a cup for them. Maybe, again, dominating, you know, getting better than... You look at yeah. some of the teams who would yeah. love to be where Spurs are, with yeah. that group of players, with that, yeah. maybe that's winning that's winning a, a cup for Tottenham.
0: Yeah. No, you know what? I couldn't agree more. Top four, and no matter what our listeners think about it, maybe some, some listeners that have been around a long time mm. that don't feel that top four is anything at all, they'd rather win a, co- a trophy. Let me tell you that the top four is a target. It yeah. is a target. It's like winning something because there's yeah. six teams at least that want to get in it. There's a, there's at least six, you know, and the others, of course, as well. So getting in that top four is a achievement and I don't care what anybody three says. Three mini trophies just, underneath
1: that jam, it underneath it the titles. Just, just three mini, mini trophies. Yeah.
0: It is because it's really hard and the money and the crazy amount of money was mm. it £70 million at this stage. You, you gain that, you win that for your football club. You want to know why the League Cup and the, and the FA Cup, sadly, sadly, particularly for the FA Cup, is dying. It's because of this competition, because of the Champions League, because of the money that the clubs can make from it. and I'm afraid that's what's driving the team selections, the rotations and everything else. And this guy's made it a priority, of course, at his club to get there. And he's done it. I don't know how many times on the spin now he's done it, but he's done it. So that is an achievement in itself. It's just, wouldn't it be nice, Rob, just to see him get over the line in one of these tournaments uh, and win something and and. Uh you know, we, we'll see what the future holds, but I'm with you totally, 100%. Mm. What a brilliant manager. That's why both of us are on the same page, Robbie, o, when, yep. when I hear you say on, on our coverage when I'm not working with you that, that Solskjaer has done a, a great job, uh, uh, but Pochettino has got to be number one, and he still is for me. Um, what Solskjaer done mm. is, is get himself for me in the in – if, if Poch can't or won't yep. do it, then Solskjaer's there right now because best he's what of the, he's done best of, the rest. best of the rest yeah
1: and it's interesting on days like uh, like last night with, with Pochettino he was asked at, at half time because a lot of talk about tactics and things he was asked what, what he did at half time switching things around and this was his response Yes, I think the first half was, was uh, very, very difficult. And I think after fixing some problems, showing them some clips on the half-time, um, i talking a little bit in different positions, in offensive and in the defensive, I think uh, trying to help um, to perform better the team. And it was a massive boost when, when Sonia scored. Next time when Sony scored, yeah. I go to, to, to the dressing room yeah. and shower and wait for the <laughs> finish the game
0: human <laughs> son Robbie, Hill. let's finish oh. on spurs with him and yeah. um, what what a joyful player he has become i mean so many games coming back from international duty of course for south korea and he's straight back at it he's scoring goals we know the the stars of delhi and and um, harry yeah. kane are out right now what a valuable player rob a player that 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 we've Mm. We thought they'd lack goals. You know, was it a couple of years ago? If Harry Kane wasn't playing, then where yeah. the heck was any goals coming from? Yeah. And now it wasn't. It wasn't a Moura day. Lucas Moura didn't have, have his best game, I didn't think. No. no. Um, but son continues sure. to look like a, just a classy, again back to Poch improving mm. player that's scoring goals nearly every week.
1: Do you know what happens with Hymanson? With and 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 I don't quite know why that people go down the you know brings great energy and industry and he's good lad. Well, do you know what? He's a brilliant footballer. He's a top-class footballer, first and foremost. So, mm. it, it almost sounds a little bit demeaning when people talk about his energy and, and, and all that, because that's just one part of, of the element that makes him a great footballer. Mm. He's, a, he's, a, he's an outstanding finisher. He's got good combination play. Tactically, Rob, he plays in a number of positions and yep, does you a no good problem. job in any of those, those positions. Yeah. So, I sometimes feel we, we slightly sort of dumb him down a little bit, like he's just winding up and he runs around loads of places and scores. Let me tell you, this Guys, eye for goal, timing of runs, combination play, ability to link in with with, with his teammates, understanding of his tactical shape. I just think sometimes we've got to put him up there with some of the best players in the league in terms of what he's doing and what he means to this football club, to the point, Rob, where, dare I say it, they haven't missed the Prince that much. Mm. The goals have have still been coming, the form's Mm. been good, they've relied on a goal scorer in Hillman's Son, but... Yeah, that's what you've got to do when you've got a centre-forward who can score goals.
0: Yeah, six goals in the last two. Spurs, Leicester at home, of course, and Borussia mm-hmm. Dortmund. A little bit of data in fact, Rob, to finish this off. Harry yeah. Kane, 22 appearances, 14 Premier League goals. Jomundson, yeah. 20 appearances, 11 goals. That's a good return. Better Sonny. than one in two. He's just three behind Harry Kane. He's played a couple of games, appearances less. We know the, the international games that he's had to play under pressure overseas. I mean, they're good numbers. That's good numbers now for Spurs. Top, and that, top we top. haven't seen that with somebody else getting close mm. to what Harry Kane's produced in, in, in terms of goals. So, top marks to him. Um, what yeah. a good player he's looking at the moment. Uh, And and it was a good day, Rob, wasn't it? Any final thoughts on Spurs and what we might see in this competition? They've done it.
1: They can't go and and, and undo this good work in Dortmund, can we? The the yellow wall and and all that. Couldn't be hitting a a brick wall when they go there, could they?
0: No. I I mean, we know. People have said
1: about Spurs, haven't they? I mean, they're so Spursy. If they go one (laughs) down in 15 minutes, (laughs) it'll all start again.
0: Well, our our show, (laughs) our podcast at the... (laughs) When the second leg takes place, I mean, I hope it's not a lot different. I hope we're not kind of yeah, tail yeah. between our legs. And my goodness, what a collapse! This is t- or so
1: much like Spurs. Let's go on. That. <laughs> <laughs> on that Let's
0: jump back. on the old <laughs> knee-jerk one. No, but I mean, we know yeah. what the yellow war's like at that stadium, yeah, Russia Dortmund. Yeah. and they they will be fired up. I'm sure it'll be a very different team, different players in the side, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and if they get an early goal, then you're going to get tested with this whole. Okay, Spurs, find a way, yeah. or, or just roll up your sleeves and make sure you get the job done. Absolutely. I think they will, and they have to get the job done now. I mean, that's yeah. that, that, that. it's tough to recover if, if they and can't find a way And they're a dangerous team.
1: In, 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 yeah, if they, they, they get talent. to the quarterfinals, yeah. by the way, if Tottenham have a day, they can give anybody mm. trouble.
0: Okay, Robbie Earl, let's mm. move it on. Uh, we're going to go to Europa League with another North London team, Arsenal, in a sec. But let me just take a little pause here, Rob, and a few words from one of our sponsors. And when it gets cold out there, your vehicle needs some extra attention. O'Reilly Auto Parts has everything you need to keep your vehicle toasty warm. From choosing the right antifreeze for your engine to replacing your windshield wiper blades, O'Reilly will help get your car or truck in fighting shape for the cold weather ahead. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Okay, Robbie L. Europa League action Thursday. Mm. Love it. Belarus. Let's go to Belarus. Bate Borisov one, Arsenal nil. Um, First first thing, Robbie
1: terrible pitch, terrible, soggy pitch.
0: Bumpy, by the way. Bumpy. We watched the ball go across the ground. Um, But but no excuse. No excuses. Same for both sets of players. They're on the same pitch there. Um,
1: Strongish looking Arsenal team. Yeah, Staffy, but- Koscielny, Monreal back three, Maitland-Niles and Klasinach in the wide, Gendouzi and, and Jacker play the middle, mm. Mkhitaryan, Iwobi, Lacazette. So mm. you would think that that's enough to certainly be, be drawing, you'd like to think a goal up, maybe go back to Emirates. Mm.
0: And to be fair, I thought they had quite a bright start, Arsenal.
1: Yeah. I thought the attitude yeah.
0: of the players looked good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you think of when when you're you're away like that well, in, a, yeah. in a small stadium, difficult atmosphere, difficult conditions, difficult pitch. But they absolutely started fine, you know. And, and mm. when you think about this competition, Rob, with Arsenal's situation in the Premier League, and of course, they're, they're really close to the top four and they're going to go for yeah. that. But this could be it's a competition, yeah. given the manager's record in it, which is Correct. ridiculous, um, that they can win it. Yeah. Um, and they just, they just lost their way. And, and yeah. for me, it comes back to the defensive weakness that they've got. Absolutely. Set piece. Mm-hmm. They've got weak centre-backs, yeah. Arsenal. Kosciani, Mustafi and, and Nach- Nacho Monreal. Nacho is not a centre-back, but he's back there. Kosciani's not a big, powerful, commanding centre-back, and Mustafi isn't either. So I, I still feel that is the biggest weakness for this football club um, in this game. It... it just at the bench or looking at the bench and the lineup yeah. we've just gone through, Aubameyang was on the bench. Now, yeah. he's had some, he had illness issues, didn't
1: he? Yeah, he was ill the last week or two, they said, yeah. He came on, didn't he, for making that in the game. Yeah, mm. and Lucas
0: Torreira maybe has gone off a yeah. little bit of form yeah. and Xhaka and, and Ganduzzi midfield, mm. I guess looks okay. Denis Suarez came on and looked kind of lively on later him. on. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not out of it, Robbie, are they? At, no, at, at I mean, they, they
1: still sh- should and w- should see themselves as favourites, Rob. One goal down, uh, away from home, mm bringing the game to the Emirates. But mm. it just doesn't... It, 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 it takes something away when you say, you know, Batts off against Arsenal, well, you know, Arsenal go and get a job done there. They'll win a 1-0 and bring it back. It just doesn't help with that. And, and it continually puts that pressure. I mean, the two trends for Arsenal are Mesut Ozil and, and the Arsenal defence. I mean, trend every week, you know. And, mm. and the, the defence thing is is becoming a bit of an issue um, and something they, they certainly need to start thinking about addressing from now for the mm. summer, who are the right players to go with? Who are the players they need to bring in? Because mm. however much they can have goal threats, whether Aubameyang, Lacazette and Wobey and, Wobie, and, and if, if Ozil comes back into the scene and all the attacking flair that can, can look good going mm. forward, if they, if they can't defend, Rob, if they can't mm. stop goals going in at the other end, set pieces and, and, and the likes, then they're never going to be serious contenders. They're going to struggle for top four.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really... Is it, in a, is it a mess the club right now Rob is, it, is that too strong to say that the club is in a mess do you know, do you know where, what I was play thinking and with stuff, Arsenal as is, is,
1: is, is is, is a team is And if I'm a Unai Emery I am almost can't wait for the end of the season to come so I can get on and start doing my, my work it almost feels to me like it's a bit of a holding <laughs> pattern now for Arsenal yeah. and well, well, what, I what do you think it's
0: sh- going to do then what do you think it's going to do in the summer then
1: <laughs> if he's you know, given the gonna, opportunity, you know, well, because that's that's right. the thing, no, is he going to be what, given uh, the opportunity? Right. No,
0: that's that's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. that's it. That, and that's that, that's the call right there. That right. that's when we find out what what this next five years of Arsenal's all about, is it just about hanging in mm. there and doing what they need to do to try and challenge for top four? Mm. Or are they wanting to rebuild again to get this club back up to challenging for titles? This summer is huge. And, mm. in, and in the moment, it must be so frustrating and difficult for Unai Emery because he's almost just sitting there, a bit of a sitting duck really in some respects. He's got to try mm. and manage this group through. He's, he's knows, mm. he's, he knows he's got no more changes to make. He's mm. had a few injuries. He's got Disgruntled players, his best players earning the most amount of money. Yeah. You can't get he in his him first eleven. He doesn't want him, does he? He, he doesn't, doesn't want. Him, want. He? So you know, huge decisions that you know you'd rather get him out, get his money in. Aaron Ramsey Dick wasn't involved today. Obviously, he's signed for Juventus. They wonder if now he's focused on there. Does he want to play? Robin P- possibly well, pick a... up an injury. around on four hundred thousand pounds a, a mm. week. So well, it's a club that's just got lots of little issues, and I just think you almost would want to jump to May and say. <laughs> right, we're okay, we, we did finish fourth, we didn't finish fourth, we did get to Champions League, uh, Europa League final, we didn't, but now mm. I can start to do my business, start building this football club in the manner that gives it a chance to compete again.
0: It's a bit like United for me, Rob, with Arsenal, where the, the, of course the football will be different and it has been mm. different to Arsene Wenger, but the new manager, like Ole and Solskjaer, is dealing with mismanagement of the past. Yeah, Meza yeah. Ozil on this huge contract, he doesn't want him. That that's I mean that's I mean how bad is that look now when you give him all that money and the next guy comes in very quickly and doesn't really want him, and Aaron Ramsey. I mean we should just take a couple of minutes here, Rob. Yeah. Some, again, something that happens that happened to Arsenal many many times with a lot of their best players that didn't want to stay, didn't sign new, sign new contracts mm-hmm. and weren't sold off quick enough. Aaron Ramsey, f- uh, free transfer is going to leave for an incredible amount of money. Because he 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 basically took the risk of, you know what I risk if I have a bad injury or something I'm going to go end of contract and he takes it, takes yeah. the money now at Juventus and fair play to him well done yeah, mate what a, what you a have great to, you contract right twenty eight years of age Rob he's in his peak but it's yeah. typical Arsenal yeah. where they they can't sign or can't persuade players to continue and stay longer, but 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 what now Aaron Ramsey what now does the manager mm-hmm. because I think I mean. Do you agree that that Arsenal is a better team with Aaron Ramsey in it? If so, Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what does he do then? Does, well, he, does well, he pick a player that's happened? not going to be there? Let part me just revisit
1: one thing because I think that we, we slightly disagree on something here. Most of the other players who've left Arsenal have left either because they wanted to 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 go on to other clubs. I think there was a point last summer when Aaron Ramsey wanted to sign a contract for Arsenal, and the and the contract w- was taken back from him from the football club, which is very different. Which is a guy saying, "Listen, okay, look, we've got mm. to sort the money. Maybe I can't earn the money that that." Uh, but he wanted to sit down, and Arsenal at that point refused the, the conversation and said, well, "Well, we'll let's see this thing out." But and what if he said, "I
0: want three hundred grand a week. I want three hundred fifty thousand well, well, a week." Well, some negotiations, but it,
1: but at least let, let's have that conversation. Let, why? Did it, why? I thought it was terrible to go public. Yeah. A guy like Aaron Ramsey to say, "Actually, we're going to take the like we've got all the power." Well, actually, mm. you've got the power for a few months till we get to to, to January, <laughs> and then he's got the power, and he's now signed mm. a four hundred, and we're in this situation. When and and you're a hundred percent right. Right now, when Arsenal have got issues, when Arsenal don't quite know their best eleven, or the necessarily the best shape or personnel. Aaron Ramsey is a player who brings something to your team, understands a football club, plays with a feeling and a heart and an energy that makes you better. So you've got a guy right. Right now who's signed for Juventus who goes and makes them better. It's cost them nothing in terms of transfer, okay, a whole lot of wages. Yeah. That probably is in a situation where he's now contemplating and his agent's probably saying, do we really want to be right. playing? I mean, I would pick him. Because I still think he's a good egg. I think he's a good <clears throat> pro, and he'll still give you everything he's got on yep. the football field. I don't think he's one of them who sees a challenge and thinks about what's happening in six months. I mean, let's remember he had a, he had a horrible injury from from the Stoke challenge with Shawcross. He's come mm. through that mentally, and I just think wants to play football. So, and I think he's that kind of guy.
0: Okay, so two sides of this. Let's let's go on the manager side, Unai Emery. Mm. Yeah, he's not going to be part of his future. He, yeah. He's not. He's leaving in the summer. I get that. Yeah. Does does? But you need one of your well, an excellent player that the club is still paying. By the way, yeah, you need yeah. him in your team for a top mm-hmm. four challenge and for a Europa run challenge. Yeah. Do do you play him? Why, why wouldn't Unai Emery play yeah, him in the team? Wouldn't why, wouldn't why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you?
1: Why wouldn't you? Because the only reason you wouldn't, him, you think futures? his attitude's not there and he's not he's not really committed. I don't think that's Sam Ramsey. Everything I know, everything I hear. Well, that's the next part. Who of work it. with him. Yeah. tell me that he's absolute diamond in and around the football club
0: so we both agree that he should play him yes okay now the other side of this what does the player feel now i see that he was out Mm. Is he out with a little knee injury or something supposedly do Mm. do you think that aaron ramsey now after signing that pre-contract and that crazy like amazing fortune put yourself in
1: this position yeah put yourself in this position i would play because that's who i am hang on a minute I would play Rob. Hang on a minute. I'm telling you now.
0: It's a what's he going to earn 100 million dollars isn't it?
1: Yeah, I would play. Listen, <sighs> I I could walk I, I've seen people injure the cruise ship getting out of bed in the duvet. You never know what's coming down the road. If if I'm picked to play for my football club and 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 I would play. Million percent. Million but you percent. Not playing the same. You,
0: you're not playing the same way. You're not playing. No, no, I can't
1: way. play. I, I mean, a bit yeah. like you. We we weren't the technical guys who could pick and thing. We had to play one a certain way, or it was obvious that, that you weren't fit or whatever. So I got to run up and down. I got to make my tackles. I have got to try and get in the box, and and that's I can't I can't think about what the six months are coming and know what you're trying to say. You signed that contract anyway, to be honest, hasn't he? So I don't think that goes away now. It's pre-signed. He gets the money he, if he goes there injured. You you know he'll have to go injured. Don't, and, don't you
0: think there's some sort of clause in? There? That deal, knowing that he's playing for another team, that 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 something
1: well, negates no, that because deal. it's almost like that club. We can say well, you can't play for for six months. I just think I, I, I'm again. Listen, I'm not sure, and you, you may mm. there may be a thing, but yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I'm more about the guy, and in my position, I would play. I would play. I want to play. You want to play football, man? You want. Games and you, these are Premier League games. You get a chance to add to you, you never get these back. Never get them back. You might,
0: you might be right, Robin. You might be right that these guaranteed this money no matter what happens. Mm. That that might didn't be the Didn't Ross Barkley
1: go to Chelsea? He was injured with his hamstring, but he still obviously the contract was signed yeah. and then he went there. He didn't play for the first. Yeah, months I, or so. I just,
0: yeah, I, I would just be really surprised if Juventus would you play.
1: Fight. Would you play? By the I'm, way, well, let's you've, just, you've done if, well to avoid if, that like, if <laughs> there was a
0: risk. <laughs> If there was a risk that that somehow in that contract that that if there was a really serious injury that then then I only get a, a year's money or something if i if I risk a significant part of that new contract, yeah I'd probably play, but I tell you right now I wouldn't play the same way i will be honest yeah, with that you I'm surprised No. That really surprises when, when there's a hundred when there's a fortune on the line so that I, ball's I, to
1: be won fifty fifty. You're telling me Robbie Musto doesn't go for that challenge. That, that would totally surprise me if I saw that ball. You would think about... If
0: oh, I was risking wow. $75 million...
1: Forget the risk. For I'm saying the ball bounces. Because when you're playing football, you don't think about Maybe Well, maybe. Yeah,
0: maybe. Listen, the I can't, ball I can't bounces between, between
1: you and me. Wimbledon playing Millsbury, and it's a 50-50. You're on your 400 grand a week going to Juventus. <laughs> you're telling me you wouldn't go in for that challenge?
0: i would tell you what I'd do. I'd go in higher than you. So you wouldn't hurt me. That's what. I would do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's even my nasty. Studs, musto coming my out studs there.
0: would be even higher, so you could not hurt me, and that and I'd probably get something. Okay,
1: off. well, well, that's protecting, but yeah, yeah, you you would still go in. There wouldn't be a point where you wouldn't no, go in. Listen,
0: I, you know what? Think about it, Rob a new mm-hmm. club, a Juventus, a giant that's going to be winning titles and Champions League yeah. titles, and you're going to earn a fortune. It's a new part of your career. You're in the prime of your career. Are you going to risk and go go bores out to try and be a brilliant player for Arsenal, given the last I few think months it's where there's, who there's you not are. much to play I for?
1: Do, and, I do. Oh. I, I hear you. But I think to, you go. Oh, we, we may well go down the argument then, should... Should Aaron Ramsey have gone to China for 600 grand a week? He's would more money and he's looking after his family. I think sometimes it's about who you are. I'm, I'm, I, know, I, mean, I know
0: I know, it is, mate. But when this sort of money, Rob, this sort of amount of money, I mean, doesn't doesn't that come into your mind when you know, listen, I'm going to... No, by the way, this whole conversation, by the yeah, way, could, is it if, if be, he's it risking the money. could be futile. There might, there might yeah, be no it could, might it be be done, risk yeah. to it at all. Yeah. It might be all done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and fair enough and well done. Mm. That's a great deal. But,
1: but Aaron Ramsey's... Gonna earn good money. Gonna be able to set his family up wherever he does, wherever he stays, wherever he plays.
0: Yeah, quite, quite possibly. I just, I, I'm just being honest, Rob. And, and mm, I'd, no, I'd ask you, I, I, I'd ask
1: you, I respect you honesty. Wi- and I'm, I'm asking in an honest and way because I know and, for and me, Rob, and... it's not, it's not even, it's not close. When, when you've played at lower league, like I started in League Four, which is League Three now, League Two, Championship, Premier League, and then somebody tells me you work to get there and you, you say this this is me and then somebody's st- telling you you you've got a chance to play and you say you don't want to play when i was when you're down in the fourth tier you say i'd give anything to play one game in the Premier League so mm. i'm there i'm i'm playing mate i'm I'm playing that's just who i am what, what i came through yeah
0: well you know what the- we'll see how many games he plays. Yeah, now, that's it's going, going to be really be hard yeah. for us yeah. to know why he isn't playing. Well, well Is the reasons, reasons why he isn't wrong? playing
1: we will get a sense, won't we? If he gets the Mesut Ozil illness, we'll know that... Okay. Yeah, if he's
0: got a little knock and all that. I mean, there yeah, might be something yeah. from Juventus to say, you know what, Arsenal... Mm. Well, they can't, can they? They can't say. Stipulate. No, you can't. That's, There's, that's, no yeah. There's no transfer. Yeah. There's no transfer. Yeah. So I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know. We're, we'll see. It's I a good just debate. It's a good,
1: it's a good one to keep an eye on, and yeah. obviously he's it on. Much. And Arsenal got work to do in the second leg. Still, should have enough. Rob, don't he? I no luck is there. Obviously, let's just mention that he, he got uh, sent off for, for an elbowing offence. Yeah. It was a bit foolish. It puts a little it bit was. more pressure on the o- o- Aubameyang situation as well. But listen, this is Arsenal at the Emirates. You've got to score two goals and keep it clean to. To, to, to get through with the Europa League mm. still should be favourites to, to get that done mate
0: yeah I think so I mean Lacazette was frustrated he had a goal offside that was ruled out mm. and then yeah I mean it was a, quite a nasty elbow actually I know he was getting yeah. pushed from behind and this was a yeah. physical uh, Bate team but it was a correct core, is gonna miss it. So yeah, shame. Frustrating for him. But but no, bigger picture. Mm. I still think this manager, this club right now, it feels that they're gonna go I, I think they're gonna get through. I think they're gonna find a way to get yeah. through. Batter off I mean, come on. This is Arsenal at home, just one goal down. I still think they get through.
1: This could be their route to Champions League as well, Rob. Absolutely. We're looking at that table now and, and as you, you mentioned at the start, that, you know, yep. if they're going to get into that big competition, they may need to get to Europa League final and win it. Yep. Another team in the Europa League who probably would certainly want to be in the Champions League, Chelsea, They went away from home, were tuned up against Mamo and and let a sloppy goal in to to make it a little bit closer than it should have been at 2-1. Dominated possession, as as you'd expect. Mm. Had more chances, more shots on goal. But ended up with with a 2-1 win. But everybody was looking, Rob, for the the reaction to the 6-0. And, 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 you know, we've had more meetings with players and the manager Mm. saying his thing. Five changes to the team that lost uh, 6-0 to City. And it was a strong team, again, Chelsea put out. um, And... uh, We'll be pleased enough. I think disappointed to have conceded the, the one goal when, to be honest, it looked more likely they were going to go and get a third and, and make it pretty safe. But yeah. uh, a little bit of work to do, but you still fancy Chelsea to get through on this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, this this it wasn't easy this game. I mean, no. Malmo, I mean, that was a big old atmosphere there. And Massive, they were yeah. incredibly aggressive. And a refereeing performance. I don't think he put a, a yellow card, Rob. And I've never seen so many fouls. Mm. Kind of weird. <laughs> a bit weird. Like, what's going on here? Because there was yeah. a lot of fouls. Big atmosphere. Um, so, Chelsea did well. Did well to get 2-0 up. Mm. Um, Drew scores on a counter-attack. The team, I thought, the the best player for Chelsea was Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley. Yeah,
1: goal, yeah. You know, goal,
0: uh, and that's what... There's a lot of things this Chelsea team is lacking, of course. Mm. But a goal-scoring, get-in-the-box midfield player is yeah. where they've struggled and we've talked about Kovacic in that role and-, and Golikante's done it a couple of times got a few goals making yeah. runs in there with this front three that are often spread out they need more people in the box when I see when I watch Chelsea in the final third attacking and trying to f- penetrate and I see those three midfield players kind of behind the ball so goal side that's a waste. too many players there too many yeah. one of them's got to be getting in the box and yeah. Ross Barkley though no, I don't know whether they've worked on it but a few times he made some runs into the box, he gets his yeah, goal. it has got to be more than eight, he get, get there Absolutely, and get back, one yeah. of those 3 He's yeah. got to get in there. There's no point yeah. having three yeah. behind the ball. Somebody so I be thought getting he was, near double
1: figures from there. Nine, ten goals. Totally. It, 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 absolutely. It in a well. team that
0: possessed like that? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Um, your man played up front. Olivier Giroud gets his goal.
1: Yeah, the big Frenchman. What about this this kid Hudson-Odoi, Rob? I was intrigued with him because obviously was left out against Bournemouth, has been on the bench, and then days like today, will he and Pedro Pedro play in the in Europa League? I know it's, mm. it's an important game, but I was thinking of him, uh, like if he, if he was a Spurs player, would he get more time? Would the manager trust him a little more? Or was sorry in a position where, listen, his job's on the line, he's got to go with what he, he feels his experience in to get the job done? Because, again, he's another kid I'm thinking... Where's his development going to come from? Where's he going to learn and become a? Where's it, the one foot instances with him where you can make a mistake and know you're going to stay in the team?
0: Well, it doesn't exist, does it, Chelsea? It doesn't exist, and that's that's a fault of this club and this manager. Obviously, likes his experienced players. Mm-hmm. As he said before when when. when um, puts the door, he's not on the bench he said in an interview well I, I play two wingers and I have one on the bench and I think it was Hazard and William that was playing Pedro's on the bench and it's like you know what do you want me to do leave Pedro out so I'd love to see him get more chances I can totally understand why he wants to leave the football club and go somewhere else a Bundesliga and, and develop like others other young players have gone to that league and have developed I totally get it and if I'm if I'm being brutally honest I think he should do it I think he should do it. And, and Chelsea fans won't thank me for saying that. But for his personal development as a footballer, for getting playing time against senior pros in a great standard of football and atmosphere and everything else the Bundesliga uh, gives you, I think it's a really good move. But but Chelsea seems like a digging in the heels. They're not going to let him go. But I understand the frustration. It's not a club, like you said, like and we talked about Pulisic that's going to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Other clubs in that top six would have been a much better fit for him. and That's just, mm. that's, that's almost fact. I mean, that, that just, because of the manager, because of the philosophy, because yeah. of the fan base, because of the patience, because of a lot of things. This is going to be difficult for Pulisic. It's going to be difficult for Hudson-Odoi yeah, to, be a, to come through and be a,
1: I mean... Loft his cheek, you could <laughs> stick him in there. A... I don't know, it's tough, isn't it? it it's, it's interesting, in it? Because as you say, Chelsea fans are probably, oh, you know, stop getting rid of our, our young... I would always say to somebody, think of it as your son. Your son's in this situation, he's at Chelsea, he's come through the ranks, He's get to a level and then there seems to be a glass ceiling to a, to a point. There seems to be the first team, the experienced boys, and then you'll dip in and, in and out. Yeah, other teams fancy, you can go and play, you can go and get your career going. You see Jordan Sancho at, at Dortmund's getting time, scoring goals, getting developed it's just something that I think Chelsea really need to start to address uh, after, mm. we, I talked on the show the other, the other week the, the, it's, it's a myth for Chelsea that through all the great teams that, that they, they've, they've put together over the years they've lacked some of their own you know the, 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 the totally. Harry Kane he's one of our own you know yeah. you, you go back for the John Terry days who, who's, who's some of their own who are part of success at this football club don't know no idea very, very and, few. And, and that's a loss. That's a lack of identity. That's a lack of belief mm. in what you're doing lower down in, 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 in your structure. But they've had the by money, the way, they? a youth team that win the FA Youth Cup every year. Jody Morris and, mm. and the boys used to put such a good group of players together. And they go off to other places and almost show that they can do it. But for some reason, they don't get the trust. They don't get the well, benefit you, of being at, at the football club. Well, I'll
0: tell you what the reason is we know what the reason is is because at this football club when you're the coach the manager mm-hmm. you've got yeah. to win straight away too much pressure you, yeah. you, you, you've got to win straight away you've got a two away.
1: year window at this football club yeah. Yeah. why, why, why you are you going to play a lot of
0: young players that might not be as effective as some of your star players of course they spend money to bring in the, the top talent to this club to make it competitive to make it win and it's won over the last decade or so no question but it's not been a club that, that any manager's given any sort of time and patience to develop young players that's just not the way it is now whether that changes from the summer onwards I'd love to see that but with the owner probably not Probably going to get a new manager. Probably going to, you know, bring in some new players, some big name players that are going to want to play and start games. And and at this team. It's just very different, you know. Very, and it's sad for me. It's sad for me. I'd, would much. I think you get so much benefit of a young player coming through and looking at the first team, start training with the first team, start playing the reserves, start being effective in the reserves, get a first team chance, and then yeah. be a, become a regular player. I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing to do that.
1: And I mean, fans love that, by the way. Fans, fans love do. when and they the can watch a kid from the youth team, team get to the reserves. You see him step in. You see his first few games. You see him develop you him learn, you, you know, mm. the whole, you know, the Harry Kane thing takes it to another level for, for Chelsea fans. Trent mm. Alexander-Arnold for Liverpool, you know, the, how the fans love that this kid's come through and look what he's exactly. doing now. And exactly, he's the team. great
0: example, A great example. The, the, other, the other thing on the team, Rob, just, there's defenders, and we've seen this a couple of times now. David Luis yeah. played with uh, Andreas Christensen. Christensen, didn't he? I'd yeah. love Rudiger to was see, on the bench. I'd love to see Rudiger and Christensen. Mm. I'd you love start, to see you that did
1: play that earlier didn't he did he, a couple he? Of games. I think I've seen that a couple of games and then yeah
0: maybe not I mean I, yeah. I, I just I know mm. there's always a bit of rotation in this competition and it's always seemed to David Luiz that continues to play I just think you know Emerson Palmieri Emerson
1: I, in for Alonso I kind of like you, that, that that could become permanent
0: that could become permanent and I just yeah. I, I just like to see Christensen have more of a of a yeah. go in this team because he had a good season last year mm. and David Luiz we know about his passing. I like get all that. And, and on good days, he looks a million dollars. But but in difficult times, give the others a go. Give give yeah. Rudiger. Rudiger's done all right, by the way. He's yeah. done, He's been yeah, the best like defender. It. And he yeah. gets on and does his job no, no matter what's going on around him. That's that's a, a player that I admire that, that can c- continue to do his job. He's done well. I'd just like to see him play with Christensen. And they didn't in this game. I just thought it's a miss. And we know the manager's stubborn. We know... Hmm. You know that his it, it, certain rotations and substitutions are always very, very similar. Um, I just like to see those two play together for a little bit.
1: Yeah, after the game he he talked about the importance of this competition obviously from uh, Chelsea's point of view, challenging for that top four spot Mm. but again, a bit like Arsenal, Europa League football, winning the Europa League might be their best entry to get a Champions League spot next week. Right mate, I think that's it for for us uh, for this week but as ever we want to hear from you, our listeners so download the Two Robbies on Apple Podcasts and when you're there please rate and review the shows. It helps us to make the show better for you. So in a midweek when United were defeated by Paris and Spurs destroyed Dortmund make sure you look out for our next podcast next week when we've got a big European midweek. Liverpool face Bayern Munich, two European powerhouses there. City go to Schalke and then we've got Arsenal and Chelsea the second legs of their Europa League games when both need to do well to make sure they're in the Champions League. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening and it's a good night for me. And it's goodnight from him. Good night. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well.